0: The heroes are are the boots on the ground, the the property managers, the regional managers, the the on site staff who really you know do these activities. I might, might not even realize that what they do falls under the umbrella of, of philanthropy or charitable giving. You know,
1: as an industry, we have really incredible people that do really incredible things within those communities every single day. And more than ever, I think the uh, I think the need is out there to to highlight those efforts.
0: I, I think within our industry, those principles are so interwoven with what we do. We're we're an industry that's built on community.
1: I think for
2: digital, you know, we we're very proud to be a top workplace, for example. You know, that's mm-hmm. how we treat our employees. We're happy to be on the Inc. five thousand for growth and things like that. But, you know, I, I don't know that there's a badge right now available like in, in the industry that is specifically focused on charitable and philanthropic work.
3: Welcome to the Digible Dudes Podcast. I'm David. I'm Reed. Reed. Um do you know what I got done this morning? No. I got my allergy test done and they had to give me twenty seven shots. Oh I just thought you would be so proud of me. Like my first of all, like the scratch test they had to do up the arm was one, but then twenty seven shot I was so lightheaded. Yeah, I was, was gonna say,
2: like, how did you actually make it through that? Because I saw you almost pass out from one shot. Well, <laughs> that was getting your blood take, drawn. Yeah. It's a little different. What with... yeah. The but... woman
3: was just excellent. She was she like We'd do four at a time. She'd give me another juice box.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Show you another video of like Sesame Street or something.
3: Yeah. I'm allergic to basically everything is the answer. Uh, Particularly cedar, which is excellent because I live in the mountains surrounded by cedar. So
2: wow, that's my problem. So what are you supposed to do with that? Is that going to turn into like a unique concoction that you... They're going to give me some sort of like allergy um,
3: drops. Did you guys Hmm. have to do that for your girls? I could have seen that happening.
2: Um... I don't know if we've done the drops yet, but Avery's a little like you. Um, I know she's allergic to grass. And yeah. so you know, I'll see her in the backyard, like, literally laying in the grass. I'm like, what are you doing?
3: Hopefully she did not start a lawn mowing business. Or... Yeah,
2: but I think we still have her on pills. Um, mm-hmm. But Miranda just broached the, the subject of doing a shot. And mm-hmm. She She's like, not going to happen.
3: Well, the drops are apparently as effective as the shot. Yeah. And then you just do it at home. So that's what they're going to give me. Yeah. They, they test you like they did me, and then they, um, then they make a special concoction for you that you start taking.
2: So you just hit your threshold. Like what got you to this point where you actually?
3: I, I was so tired of getting the sinus infections, <laughs> like once or twice a year. Yeah, just being laid out. So yeah, that's like great. I get it done. So, anyways, um, well today we're talking about NAA gives, which was uh, new to me. I think we mentioned that to them on the uh, during the interview. But um, I love that, they're, that this exists now and that I'm aware of it, and I love the mission, and it's funny because um, they talked about how their goal is not to take over charitable causes at an organization or you know, be, direct them or anything. It's simply to amplify and, and effectively like, uh, generate good PR for the industry because people don't have you know, super warm, fuzzy feelings about about la- the word landlord. And, um, it's funny cause right after this, I got served a scathing article about, um, <laughs> uh, the private equity landlords that are coming in and buying up all these swaths of homes and yada, yada. I was a, it was a vice article that was pretty intense. And it's like, well, this is why we need the good, the, like to use mm-hmm. NA gives to amplify all the good work that, that everyone's doing.
2: Yeah. And I shared with them, like, I, Maybe our frustration in some of the areas that we've tried to contribute, not, uh, I guess, knowing where to go or how to get some of those those things, as you're saying, amplified or um, they use the word spotlight quite a bit, I think, on the cast. And so it is it was educational for us. And like you said, just a great thing for the industry, because there is so much good that is happening. Um, I, I guess I didn't know compared to other industries how much of a bad rap multifamily has certainly when you use that landlord association. Um, I understood that, but, um, yeah, I just didn't have a good pulse for that. So, uh, informative for me, but glad that they're, um, you know, galvanizing, uh, what could be a a nice little movement here, if you will, um, on spreading, spreading all the good that's happening.
3: Yeah. They get to it later in the episode, but just to cut to like the, the punchline: uh, If you use the hashtag NAA gives, and they will pick it up through their social monitoring, and then they may reach out to help, like leverage that for whether it's like a local news organization PR or just to you know help feature and and give other people inspiration about how they may be able to help uh, help folks in their local community. So um, I mean, you know, I'm not the biggest hashtag guy, but it makes total sense. And uh, you know, as an industry, we all uh, need to help one another. And so I like this idea about, um, amplifying the, the good work that we're doing.
2: Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, Nicole's a pro as you'd expect Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, given her role but I thought she did a great job just being the ambassador. Um, so look forward to spending more time with them, hopefully catch them out at the apartmentalize and, uh, see them hit those three-year goals, which were a little Mm -hmm. fuzzy, but, um, yeah, they acknowledge like they're still kind of sorting through that as they establish a baseline.
3: Yes, yeah, they're super open to feedback and um, suggestions, and uh, they're going to release their annual survey th- soon, which they said they take pretty seriously. You could tell during our off-air conversation and on-air conversation that they are just, you know, um, hungry to get people involved and uh, and – help make the most of it. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode. I know I learned a lot, and I'm I'm now excited to be more involved now that I'm more aware of it.
2: Yeah, we even got an invitation to be on the committee. Yeah. <laughs> Have that's you gotten true. back to them on yet? No. Yeah. I, that's you, you, since you stepped
3: down from your presidency, now you can, right. you can go and be on
2: right. the committee. All sorts of room in my life for this.
3: Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, enjoy. Okay. We're here with Nicole Ryan. Nicole, would you introduce introduce yourself. Tell us what you do.
0: Hi. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, my name is Nicole Ryan. I am the public affairs director for the National Apartment Association. So essentially, um, I am NAA's uh, PR Uh, Person, I handle all of our media inquiries, um, you know, all of our messaging, everything from the industry image campaigns that NAA embarks on, as well as what we're here to discuss today, um, the NAA Gives Committee, which is the committee within NAA that focuses on and steers um, our promotion of the industry's great philanthropic and charitable endeavors. And with that, I'm very excited to have our chair, Brandon Hammond, on here as well.
1: Hi, I'm Brandon Hammond. I am the Senior Director for Project Coordination at Progress Residential. Uh, I work mostly on our, our renovations and turns uh, side of our of our business. And um, as Nicole said, more importantly today, I'm the chair of, uh, of NAA Gibbs. Um And I'm uh, really excited to be here to to discuss the committee and, and its work. And
3: Brandon, you were very careful to tell us that you didn't, you're
1: 100% representing NAA
3: Gibbs today. You were like, do not talk about my day job. So I just wanted to give you credit there in case they're listening. Like.
1: <laughs> thank, and thank, and you, Nicole, thank you so much. And as I said, the day job is, uh, is much more uninteresting than uh, than the work with NA again. Totally. And then, Reed, did you catch how slick Nicole was?
3: She answered and then tossed it to Brandon. She's a pro. She's a pro. It's her
2: field.
0: <laughs> we, so we,
2: expect, we expect nothing less from you, uh, Nicole. Although I would say you're not the NA person, you're the Jedi. So you can just start weaving that in now in your, your introductions.
0: You know, that's, a,
2: that's a high bar for
1: smooth transitions from here on out. <laughs> right.
0: My staff are very, very into, they actually have their own chat on uh, Star Wars and all the various spin off series. So I'll have to sneak that into conversation with them. I'm sure they will be thrilled to hear that. <laughs>
3: Yeah, let the drinking game begin. Yeah. All right. Well, um, why don't you guys tell us about NAA Gives? I'll tell you, this wasn't on my radar. I don't know if it was on yours, Read before we got this set up.
2: No, that's why I'm so excited about it. You know, we shared with you guys right before we started that we've been around six years and um, been to NAA, I think it is five times, so five out of the six, and weren't aware of NAA Gives. Um, and so, yeah, it had me wondering, how how long has it been around? What was the catalyst? um and where where do you guys sit now so good good opportunity for you guys to dive right in and give us some background on it
0: yeah definitely so um I can go ahead and give a little bit of background on the committee. So, NEA Gives, um, the committee name is officially hashtag NEA Gives. We have to always weave in the social media promotion and all of our efforts there. Um, so, the committee essentially is part of our uh, governance and volunteer structure. So, it's an opportunity for NEA staff um, to work alongside our volunteer leaders to help steer all of the association's activities surrounding charitable giving, uh, philanthropic endeavors, everything that kind of under that broader category. Um, the committee has been around for for quite a few years now, as Brandon referenced, you know, 2020 was pretty difficult. Um, and like, you know, a lot of folks throughout the industry and just throughout the, the world for that matter, um, we had to pause, you know, some of our activities, but we're, we're really excited um, in 2023 to really get back into it. We uh, have some new subcommittees um, that are, you know, dedicated towards, uh giving campaigns and promoting you know all of the good work that that the industry and the members of the industry do on a day-to-day basis that you know they don't necessarily do for the recognition but they certainly do just because it's part of who we are Um, so part of our current activities um we do a biannual corporate social responsibility survey that tries to give a measurable impact to to those efforts and activities um, we also, as I mentioned, have a campaign that you know is a, a continu- continuous spotlight kind of into everything that everybody does. Um, Brandon, is there anything'm I'm, I'm missing that you you know you want to highlight? Brandon's the mastermind. he's He's far, far um, you know, he likes to to shine the light on everyone else, but he really is the brains and the mastermind and the passion behind the committee. So Brandon, what what do you want to highlight this year?
1: That's way too much credit, but uh, but I think that um, what the members of the committee really love to do and what drives them to, to be members of the committee, and, and, and many of them stay on for many years, actually, um, is our push to, to to shine a light on the fact that our communities, as in the apartment communities, that our members manage and, and are involved with and, and work at, um are much more a part of their communities meaning more broadly the the city towns neighborhoods that they live in um and and want to have a positive impact on those and uh you know i I think we have uh as an industry we have really incredible people that do really incredible things within those communities every single day and uh and and more than ever i think the uh i think the need is out there to um to highlight those efforts and uh and, and really um really raise the the awareness of uh of how much uh the the apartment industry the housing industry are a driver of uh of you know the the areas around them not just uh not just the the units that they manage or the you know or the front doors that they manage or that kind of thing and um and, and as i said I mean, we've got folks that have been on the committee for six seven eight years now and uh and keep coming back and uh and keep on doing it and uh it's a message that we all we all really love to share You know, when um, I worked in other
3: industries before apartments, so I've now been in multifamily for, I guess, eight years. And I remember the first time I came to uh, an industry, in fact, I think it was a, yeah, it was a gray star, like regional thing. And they were talking about how they had given that, that, that year, like $100,000 to something. And I was blown away. I was like, is this normal? Like this kind of like altruism and Reed, you've been in other industries like pharma or um, radio television did you I just feel like I see more of it from this industry than I see from other industries and I didn't know if that was your experience well not in healthcare <laughs> yeah well that's what I was going it seems like that would be the easiest one. You're like yeah. this pill costs us 10 cents
2: yeah yeah they're pretty committed to that especially the big pharma but I wasn't sure uh, what to expect uh and it's as we've gone and built out the company, we have a lot of people that come in as we're uh, interviewing them, asking about our purpose. Um, that you know come from either nonprofits or very mission-based, and that always excites us. Um, and we feel much better, I think, now about our answer. I think we were a little tongue-tied up front um, because we, and it may seem so obvious, you know, for you guys, you know, uh, with your backgrounds and how long you've been uh, a part of this, but. Um, when it comes to multifamily and apartments, you know, what, what is the bigger, the bigger purpose? And, and again, that may seem super obvious, but for us on the marketing side, um, it just didn't click as quickly as you might think. And it actually took funny. He asked me about the healthcare industry or pointed to it as an example, but we had hired a marketing director that had spent 10, 15 years at children's hospital here in Colorado and for her as soon as she joined the company she said you know what is what is the mission what is the greater calling here at digital because um, that's super important to me you know to stay engaged and feel passionate about being a part of this and she really said isn't it helping people find homes and you know we we're like yeah i i I mean, that, that makes sense. Uh, but we, uh, if you weren't already aware, uh, have Fiona Ford. So that's kind of our charitable and philanthropic arm of Mm digital. And I'm already hearing some parallels as far as the opportunities for the volunteers, um, you know, to, to be a part of something bigger. And so that's something that we're really excited about we're developing and I'm sure we'll, we'll get into some of those parallels a little bit further into it, but I'm just glad to know that, um, you know, NAA is, has stepped up and it sounds like, you know, you guys have been committed for a while, um, to really furthering that philanthropic, philanthropic and, and charitable element, um, of the, the association. So,
3: yeah. So why don't you each, and we can start with Nicole, but give us your favorite, you know, or first thing that comes to mind as far as like, um, endeavor that, that NAA gives to on. So Nicole.
0: Yeah. So something, um, since we've mentioned departmentalize, um, a few different times, you know, it's NAA's flagship Conference, right? It's the big gathering of the entire industry, um, different sites every single year. This year will be done in Atlanta. Very excited. Um, to head down there in actually just about three weeks here. Um, And something that, you know, NAA and was steered by the NAA Gives Committee is for every single registration um, for Apartmentalize, a $1 donation is added. um, And attendees have the ability to change the dollar amount to a donation of their choice, um, but a $1 minimum donation is added, and that actually goes to the Resident Relief Foundation. Um, Now, those donations, um, you know, go towards keeping responsible residents in their apartments um, during unexpected financial emergencies, especially in this day and age, as we all know, um, emergencies come out of nowhere. And no matter how prepared you are, um, you know, anybody can be caught off guard. So it's a really great cause. Um, we're very excited to continue our support of them, you know, and just help uh, residents who come across hard, unexpected times and, and make sure that they have, you know, stability and have a place to remain um, home, you know, throughout those those times. So I think that's probably the most immediate top of mind one for me, again, with just just a few weeks away here. But we're we're thrilled again to, to participate, um, and make sure those donations go towards, towards a very worthy cause.
1: What about you, Brandon? Uh, I'll stay on, uh, on the topic of Apartmentalize and, um, and and kind of spin off in the, the part of what our committee does, which is build awareness around these efforts. And, um, at Apartmentalize, uh, every year, I believe this will be the fourth year running, if I have that right. Um, we do what's called a uh what's called an apartmentalized give the gives departmentalized display and um and this is a uh you know an eight by 20 foot wall that's, that's uh surrounded on on both sides kind of freestanding and, and surrounded on all sides with um with pictures of uh of charitable events and and, and efforts and Uh, that, you know, individuals, individual staffs or companies or that kind of thing have, have all been a part of on either end. It lists what companies are involved just in, um, in providing, uh, pictures and content for the wall. And, um, and, you know, as I said, this is, I think, the fourth year that we're, that we're doing the, the display. Um, it's a, it's a really huge visual representation of the work that, um, that is, is really hard to quantify. Uh, we we try on the on the biannual survey but uh but i'm sure that we we under capture um the amount of of work that's out there because i mean there's no way we can capture every every food drive at every you know apartment community that happens throughout the u.s or or you know the toys for Tots type stuff that that happens around every holiday season and um you know this goes this goes a little bit of the way toward doing it and it's a really cool opportunity to kind of get together and uh and a lot of folks from apartment alive get to to come and see something that their company did right right there on the on the display and nicole mentioned before that we have an ongoing campaign here mm-hmm. as a part of the committee to to broaden um the uh to kind of broaden this awareness that, that we're trying to build and uh and part of that and, and one of the um one of the the primary efforts that that uh that, that team are going to that subcommittee are going to do this year is, is to try to take more of those kind of static images and company names that uh that we have on the display and um, and get the stories behind those, um, because every single one of those several hundred, if not thousands of pictures that goes on that display has a story behind it too on, on what happened on that day in that office or, uh, or out at that, um, you know, out at that food pantry or, or anything like that that they did. And, um, and then take those stories and, and use those as, uh, as digital content that we can push out, um, toward an even wider audience uh, beyond Apartmentalize as a, as a conference, um, which should be really cool. And it's, uh, it's, it's all going to kind of start with that wall and that, uh, and that visual display that we'll do at Apartmentalize again this year.
3: Yeah. Walk me through operationally. Are you guys more, um, like giving suggestions to all of these communities? Here's how you can get involved with Toys for Tots, or are you guys doing the organizing or how do you like get, get credit, you know?
1: we're just the PR arm for for all these companies that, uh, that, that, um, that probably under, under report and, uh, and under advertise um, the efforts that they do. And, uh, and, you know, the, 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 um, the committee is, is a part of NAA. And so um, really what we're trying to highlight is the industry's involvement. We don't, we don't, we're not giving specific recommendations or avenues or, or uh, planning the events themselves or anything like that. And we're we're just building awareness on um on what the housing industry does uh for the for the communities around them. Um I mean the you know, Nicole gives me too much credit for being the brains behind the the, the NA Gives committee. I mean the, the real brains and the real work and the in the real um the real credit goes to uh like every community manager or assistant community manager that's out there that's that's coming up with this event for their community and uh and really putting in the work. I mean they're doing they're doing the really good work and um, and we're just trying to make sure that more of a spotlight gets shined on it uh, at, at the end of the day. Yeah,
0: that's exactly. right. We're almost um, we're almost kind of a clearinghouse role where we, you know, as NAA, as the national group, you know, we, we, of course, donate to the Resident Relief Foundation through through Apartmentalize. But aside from that, you know, as the national group, it, it's very difficult to identify or try to spotlight, you know, and pick out what charity should NAA shine a light on. You know, there's the need is so vast and it's so different by region, by, you know, community. Um, we have some areas that are so affected by natural disasters and have, you know, heavy presences and donations with the red cross. Whereas we have others that face different kinds of tragedies. Um, so really like Brandon said that the heroes are, are the boots on the ground, the, the property managers, the regional managers, the, the site staff who really, you know, do these activities. I might, might not even realize that what they do falls under the umbrella of philanthropy or charitable giving. You know, I, I think within our industry, um, those principles are so interwoven with what we do. We're we're an industry that's built on community. Um, so that's you know again kind of part of the reason why NAA likes to act as a clearinghouse and shine a spotlight on these things that people might not think are a big deal or might not think make a difference. But you know every every little thing that every person does really matters. So that's the broader overarching mission of NAA gives and really you know what we want to shine a light on and what we're really excited to to you know get out there publicly.
3: So uh, basically any company can still run things the way they run it for their own efforts. You guys just are hoping to amplify that message. So how do people then get that to you? Like, you know, I'm going to ask you the difference between communities versus vendors because a lot of vendors are doing stuff, including ourselves. So how should we be, you know, giving you guys that content for you to then, you know, do with it as you will?
0: Yeah. I mean, As I mentioned at the top, that our committee's name is actually hashtag NAA Gives. So, one of the easiest ways, you know, we have social media filters, we monitor the hashtag NAA Gives on social media. So, just hashtagging um, if there's photos from an event or, you know, a story that's out there, utilizing the hashtag is a great way to kind of put that on our radar. Um, Also, just reaching out either to your local affiliate. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that uh, if you're a local member of NAA, both you know, as a com- community or property manager side, or on the the vendor, the supplier side. Um, if you're a, a member of a local association, you're also an NAA member. Um, so tapping into the local associations is another really great way to get the word out. Um, unfortunately, what we see a lot of times is there's there's so much giving out there, but it's not necessarily a national news story. It's not something that CNN or um, you know any of the big national news stories, NBC Nightly News. You know, it's not something that they would necessarily run, but working with local affiliates is a great opportunity for some local media placements. Um, a lot of times there are local news stations that are looking for these kinds of stories. Um, they have various community segments that that this work can be highlighted on. So that's another really great way to get in touch. And then um, on the about page on naahq.org, um, um, just reaching out through through that vehicle, um, we're, we'll be building out one of our our missions this year is to build out a more robust NEA Gives presence on the NEA website, which will include a web form um, as well as a survey to share your story with us. So just reaching out through the website or through your affiliate or again with that hashtag is really the best way, um, kind of from the ground level for for anyone, um, you know, to to get in touch with us.
3: Yeah, that's super helpful, uh, Reid. I know we've talked about trying to do some pr because we're terrible at it now i think you just start like mass forwarding everything to nicole yeah <laughs> we're gonna li- like, we're gonna light up that hashtag nicole. please get us some pr nicole.
2: yeah well a lot of companies i think don't know uh, the, what the right balance is as far as promoting that kind of stuff versus you know just uh keeping it i'll say internally because you know we're we're not trying to get you know, I guess, mileage out of it, but we also don't want to mute those efforts uh, inadvertently and and not actually, like, somehow be sabotaging, like, the whole purpose, which is to get the word out. Um, I'm curious, uh, as you mentioned, um, kind of the vast swath of of things and opportunities that uh, are out there or charities and uh, things that you could spotlight, how you do go through, you know, the prioritization or, you know, selecting, deciding um, what, what merits, or you know, the focus versus something else that you're going to leave kind of more, uh, you know, to some of the local affiliates, like you said.
0: Yeah, so logistically speaking, um, Brandon, I can touch on this first, and then if you want to jump in with anything I miss. Um, logistically speaking, you know, we're again ramping up kind of our our campaign and our spotlight now that we're we're getting past the the main um, you know thrust of COVID here. Um, So logistically speaking, as Brandon said, we do have the the big, the large display that's always um, at Apartmentalize, has been for the past several years. Um, With that, uh, the only requirement is its members and affiliates who can submit um, to, you know, that process and be included on on that display. Um, There's really no other, you know, requirements, guidelines, parameters, just that it is, you know, falls under a charitable endeavor category, um, and that you are a, a member or an affiliate partner um, of NAA. Um, that being said, I know Brandon had referenced we're looking for ways to continue, you know, an ongoing dialogue and conversation and presence and collecting these stories. Um, I'll let Brandon kind of touch upon that if he if he has anything to, to elaborate on there.
1: Yeah, um, at Apartmentalize this year, we're, we're working on um, some more grassroots, grassroots ways to solicit those stories. Uh, and and I, I won't give much detail because we haven't finalized how we're gonna do that, the mechanics of how we're gonna do it, but um, we, have to have, we have to have more of a presence by committee members around the display, just to kind of have conversations with people about um, what it is they are they are doing and what they're passionate about and what their company's doing um, so that we we have points of contact to go back and, and solicit those stories from and get more detail so that we can uh so that we can share them um we also uh will have uh later in the year um in the fall we're going to do our uh, this is a a survey year for our biannual corporate responsibility survey and um and so that that survey is done at the the maa member organization level so the company level and um and the affiliate level Mm -hmm. and uh, both for for operators and for vendors and um and that's a great way to to submit um, the measurables behind what your company is doing. We're looking for, uh, dollar wise, how much does your company, uh, on average, um, donate, uh, per year? How much do the, the folks within your company and within your organization donate on average per year? And, and hours wise, how many hours do you, do you, uh, volunteer? And, um, and that's a, a great starting point to just kind of flag, Hey, we're, we're doing, uh, we're doing, you know, charitable work throughout our community. Uh, as a company and and then committee members can then come to you and uh and get more information by or more detail um, or make sure that you get a link for uh the submissions for the apartmentalized display as new so hey you know we remember that you filled out the survey last year um do you want to send us some pictures so that we can make sure that we that we highlight you on the on the display um so it's uh it's a very kind of it's an interwoven process uh we try to try to pull each lever that we can to get the right stories um to get out there and then uh and then from you know from the standpoint of getting it out there then uh nicole and her team of much more professional people than we uh will go (laughs) through and uh and package it into, into uh into content that we can that we can um that we can send out more broadly
2: well how do you guys then measure success for NAA Gibbs? If it's really, you guys are there, as you said, to to be the megaphone, if you will, for the industry or spotlight, however you want to put it, you know, for all of the good that's happening. Um, but yeah, I guess if I asked three years from now, what what does success look like, you know, for NAA Gibbs, how, how would you guys articulate that?
0: Um, well, for me, as the, the PR media person, you know, we live and breathe by data, by engagement, by metrics. So, um, again, within the past couple years, we officially changed the committee name to the hashtag NEA So, you know, we certainly want to see an increase in both the usage of that hashtag as well as the engagements with that hashtag um, predominantly on Twitter, you know, but um, applicable to other social media platforms as well. Um, we also have a few other assets um, that we've created. There was a, a Power of Giving video that we were very lucky to be able to produce last year. Um, as well as um, the survey that Brandon mentioned. Uh, we have done it, embarked on it uh, previously. However, participation has been somewhat lackluster. There's a few different challenges that we're working with our research team to, to help address that. But I think really ensuring we have robust participation, not just from um, the big known members that you might expect responses from, but from throughout all segments of the industry. So. You know, in three years, I think seeing a, a substantial growth in in our social media metrics and and uh, folks outside of NAA adopting usage of that hashtag and then increasing participation in that survey, um, the results of it are incredibly important and helpful. And we just want to make sure that the data is as representative of the entire industry and as clean as possible. Um, so those would be two kind of big ones in my mind. Brandon, as as chair as our, our leader, um, what do you kind of envision for the next few years?
1: Well, I'm, I'm glad that you, you put a kind of a time horizon on it because I think you know the, the answers are vastly different if you're saying what do you hope to accomplish on within AA gives this year versus what do you hope to accomplish mm-hmm. within NAA gives in three years and five years and a little bit longer. And um, I think with that longer with that longer time horizon. Uh, the The goal is more subjective, and that's, that's sh- at least some shift in narrative and uh, away from uh, you know kind of a a, the, a bad landlord label for a, a lot of the companies and the folks that are involved in this industry, and more um, more recognition of uh, the good that uh, that those companies and those people are doing um, on the ground and in and, and around their, as I said, in and around their communities within their their broader communities. Um, and that's, that's the core to, to what we're, we're doing out of the committee. And we can, we can measure the incremental steps, I think, as we do that. But, um, but feeling that shift in narrative, I think is what we, is what we really hope to feel within, within the next three years or so. Um, well, and it, 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 go ahead.
3: I was going to say, Brandon, you're, if we play word association, then you're saying that people don't get the warm and fuzzies when you hear property manager or landlord. <laughs>
1: no they, they they don't and uh you know I, I say i won't say broadly they don't i'll, I'll just say um very visibly and and, and loudly sometimes they, they don't right um and uh you know i i think that that uh i know that that um that that short changes the individuals that work in this industry because to to a person um across all of the companies that i've that i've worked with uh throughout my career in the industry um you know the the folks that are involved in it are are involved to provide high quality housing and um and to provide great homes to people and uh and to really impact their community and um uh you know the the industry and and sometimes the landlords you know the the, whether it be a company or an individual or something like that that you're kind of that, that you're referencing i think does um does get a get a bad reputation uh, unfairly and uh and, and i know for a fact that the people um that work in the industry and the folks that work in those in those apartment communities um, have uh have a lot of good that they that they hope to accomplish in their in their day-to-day and uh, and that's that's what we hope to highlight and that's where i say that, that a long term uh, you know maybe a narrative shift is not maybe, but long term certainly a narrative shift is is what we hope to uh, hope to help drive
3: Yeah, Reed, I, I don't know if this is where you were going, but my immediate thought was uh, when we were doing Jim Collins um, vision setting, I think it was Sony I think it was Sony. I was just trying to, to confirm that said they wanted to change the feeling of made in Japan to not give like these are crappy cheap products, but instead these are like cr- like the best products in the world. Do you remember that? Yeah, I thought it was uh,
2: specifically Seiko. Seiko.
3: All right, now I ha- I'll, I'll fact check it while you hit your next question. But I could see that being basically like that's their 100-year journey. Oh, right? You might it's, be right. For this. either of us, Thank
1: the you. bar is very low, right? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, um, here's an idea if it hasn't already been kicked around. But um, you said, Nicole, that one of the prerequisites for for being featured, I'll say, on, on the hashtag on is – uh if you're a member of naa mm-hmm. right um for so, the
0: specifically for the the wall submissions um for the the charitable giving yeah. display but anybody and we encourage even if you are not an naa member um if there's something you'd like to highlight spotlight um you know naa is making a commitment internally where we're bringing in more resources um you know on my team and on our, our pr front um so, anybody uh, who might want to use that hashtag, even if you aren't a member of NAA, you know we're really beefing up our our internal resources, and we really want to, you know, launch a true, proper social campaign and give some amplification. So, even if you're not an NAA member, um, please uh, engage with the hashtag. You know, we're going to be trying to get a, a campaign rolling, and retweeting, and reposting, and, and trying to capture all these stories, and, and really, like Brandon said, shine a light on all the work that that everyone's doing.
2: Cool. Well, I appreciate that um, clarification. Where I was going, though, if you guys are familiar with B Corp, um, if you're not, just um, it's uh, it's an organization that's focused on sustainability, environmentalism, how you treat your employees, mm-hmm. financial transparency, etc. And so there's a criteria in order to be a part of that, you know, B Corp status or to have B Corp status. And so I just didn't know with uh, Na Gibbs. You know, if, if that is, is an opportunity, like some type of accreditation, you know, based on, uh, Brandon, you were talking about the amount uh, that you may have donated, um, you know, your commitment level with, you know, your employees, um, how much volunteer work is done, etc., that would be really exciting to see, you know, build over time, where it's like, not only are we supportive of this and doing some really great things in the community, but, you know, we have achieved, you know, kind of this accreditation or status level within AA gives, And then it would be like, how many companies now in the industry can we get to have that badge? Um, Cause I know Digital for one would be super excited to pursue something like that. Um, and then, you know, kind of everybody, all boats rise.
1: I think that's a very cool
0: idea. Yeah. I, I that's agree. amazing. I absolutely love that idea. Yeah. Um, you know, NAEA gives. Well, this
2: is being recorded, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> We will give all will do credit, Brandon. Let's let's jot that down in our notes. Um, I, you know, NAA gives it, it's a committee that that has been around, you know, for for a little while and um you know, I think looking for partnerships and opportunities like what you just identified, you know, finding a program like that is the perfect next step and opportunity to really, again, amplify and shine a light on, on everything that everyone else is, is doing. This isn't about NAA. This isn't about, you know, my department, about, about Brandon, about the committee. You know, it's really like Brandon said about all of the people on the ground that are actually doing the work and doing the good.
3: Yeah, I mean, this industry has latched on to ORM score and like which community made the top ORM score, which property management company. So something like the if you guys just steal from B Corp, that would work really well. Uh, I could see them getting all hyped up about it. The other thing with that is you mentioned Clearinghouse Nicole Mm -hmm. and you um, that's how B Corp works. Like you can't just like it's not just like um, uh, what's like self audited it's like you got to hit this criteria then you submit your stuff to b core and then they they give you the stamp of approval
2: and and it actually enhances the value of those companies which is one of the reasons they do it so there is you know kind of this other benefit that comes with it but um yeah i think for digital you know we we're very proud to be a top workplace for example you know that's Mm -hmm. how we treat our employees we're uh happy to be on the inc 5000 for growth and things like that but you know, I, I don't know that there's a badge right now available, like in, in the industry that is specifically focused on, you know, chari- charitable and philanthropic work. Um, so that, yeah, it'd be fun to see you guys uh, lean into that and, and maybe, uh, you know, push something out uh, yeah. here in the in the near future. Yeah, I
0: think that's definitely a really cool. You know, almost, um, it's a charity navigator. They always have their, their top, you know, folks. So another kind of badge system, but that's, you know, I think a lot of people are love that that badge. And of course, the good PR that goes with, you know, we're accredited. we've we've done the work. we put our money where our mouth is per se. Um, you know and be able to have something visible to show for that. So definitely, you know a great idea. thank you both.
1: I was gonna say that's another way, nicole to uh, to help aggregate the the mm-hmm. measurables that we want to collect with the with the biannual surveys. yeah. Um, so I mean, if they're if they're submitting that information to us to seek that accreditation, then, Uh, then that's our, that's our starting point for, uh, for the biannual survey and the statistics that we have to collect. Yeah,
3: definitely. Totally. And it's, it's obvious that you guys are super open to feedback. Um, Walk me through, I think it was Nicole, you mentioned that you guys are fortunate to get the, the power of giving video Mm -hmm. completed. Uh, Tell me, tell me about why that was why well, you said fortunate? Is that more of like is your biggest challenge regarding funding or participation or like where where do you guys need the most help?
0: You know, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, you know, NAA is a national organization. We have many arms within NAA. We have, of course, our, our advocacy arm, which focuses on policy and legislation and advocacy activities. We have NAAEI, which is our education institute that focuses on you know credentialing and professionalism within the industry. And then we have everything else. Um, so you know, sometimes it's a bandwidth issue. Sometimes it's a funding issue. Um, and ultimately, you know, it can be difficult um, to get stories out to to have people open up. There's a lot of a lot of fear out there, even though these are really feel good stories. Um, you know, just looking at some of the stuff that's in the press, some of the the things that you know happen when people put their name out there. There is a fear. Um, you know, of people sharing their stories, and it can just be difficult to pull those out. So I think that's where we we struggle right now and why um, the committee this year is particularly focused on getting a mechanism in place to more regularly gather these stories. The NAA Gives Wall at Apartmentalized is a great first step. Um, it's been around for a few years. People recognize the, the display. They know it. They come to it. Um, now we're looking at the next iteration of that, which is coaxing out more of these stories, um, and then, you know, from there, as we, we get more resources internally and as we have more more to share, you know, we really hope to have like Brandon reference visual um, visualizations that are ongoing and throughout a year and uh, throughout the year. Um, and, you know, a more formal, more robust campaign. We just really need to make sure we have the content um, and the materials to back that up.
1: What about you, Brandon? How do you see the biggest challenge? Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I do think it's. From a from a committee standpoint it's it's participation and yeah. uh and so you know finding enough committee members and the right committee members that are gonna that are gonna work to forward the mission of the committee and um on the one hand and then on the other hand is um is increasing engagement with the rest of the naa's membership and uh and awareness about what the committee is and and what it does and, and uh uh, within NEA's much larger, much broader membership base. And, um, and so finding opportunities like that, that are, uh, that are the NAA display is, or the apartmentalized display, excuse me, is, um, is a great start to that. Uh, but then as Nicole said, with it's kind of building upon that with the next iterations of it and, uh, and building either, um, either content that's more engaging or, um, or using kind of that base as a platform to, uh, to get in front of more people, uh, literally in front of more people, um, at, you know, at local affiliate events, and state level events and, and apartmentalized, um, to, to share the mission more broadly so that, um, so that the committee itself can start becoming kind of a, a more self-sustaining, um, uh, thing as opposed to, you know, a, a group of, uh, 25, 30 folks that, um, some of which don't know exactly what committee they're joining at, at the beginning of each year, whenever, whenever they're assigned, and, um, you know, uh, be, have it be, be a committee that's, uh, that's a little bit more well-known and, um, so that we can, we can hit the ground running really every year and, uh, and, and, um, and each year be, a, a, uh, be growth upon the previous year's work and growth upon the previous several years' work as opposed to, to starting afresh, which was a challenge that I think the committee had, um, in, in some of its earlier, uh, years and some of its earlier iterations was it was kind of hitting the reset button every year, um, and so we want to we want to make sure that we're we're building a platform so that that's not the case.
0: I appreciate that branding because so, the the PR in me, the narrative change. It's this is certainly a, a huge part of that, but it is um, yeah. some of the reporters we speak to. It is not not an easy message to not an easy mis, uh, misconception, I should say, to to break through. So appreciate that adjustment. <laughs>
3: Well, yeah. It's basically, what I'm hearing is, um, first of all, you know, a lot of great work is being done. So you guys just need to collect the data or the stories somehow, yeah. because you could you could spawn more stories. But why not, you know, just have? A, I don't want to. I don't want to say like get credit but you guys just need access to the stories that are happening already or yeah. the data to so that you can have a baseline measurable and then from there you can say now look like nicole in the future three years from now when she talks to the reporter could be like we used to do x amount of work but now look how much work you know as a as a uh, industry we are doing and you know the impact we're having uh, becomes an easier ta- tale to tell versus nicole i'm just I've never been in PR, so I've never like, <laughs> I, I don't know what those conversations are like, but I can only imagine where it's like, oh, are you guys just like, um, what do they call it now? Like where you're, um, or whatever. It's like, you guys are like flexing on something. It's like, that's one little thing, but you have all these other problems. So yeah. I like, don't, you know, I, I could just see that going the wrong
0: way. Go ahead, oh no. I was just, cause I think that, I think that's entirely accurate. You know, there's, a lot of really great ideas, um, a lot of really great stories out there. Um, and as long as any Gives has been around, it's really still, you know, we have, we've made some great progress and it's like you said, um, just really collecting those, those stories to kind of generate more stories from there and then just, just grow. Um, Brandon, what were you going to say?
1: Well, I was going to say it really is working, working on, I, I think three fronts and, um, you know, the, the. The data drives the drives the needle and drives the yeah. conversation on a local and state and national level. Um, the stories are what uh, are what engages more individuals and brings more eyeballs and builds more awareness. and um, and then when Nicole has a reporter calling, she needs data and stories um, to, to give that uh, to give that reporter um, the, uh, you know, their story, if you will. Uh, so I, I think that it's, uh, you know, it is, it is multi, multi-pronged and, um, and, you know, each, each prong has its, has its own purpose. Uh, and yeah. then, you know, and then you've got to, you got to kind of use them in a, in a combination, um, to, to achieve some results.
2: Well, I was just going to say a challenge on our side, I'll speak, you know, more on vendor behalf, <laughs> Um, but has been some times, and Nicole, you mentioned natural disasters mm-hmm. and other, uh, I'll say, unforeseen things that come into the picture um, that you guys try to find ways to support. But is also a real challenge, I'm sure, to navigate and decide, you know, what, what makes sense, what doesn't for that spotlight. Um, but through the last few years, pandemic, you know, uh, all the social unrest, et cetera. Digible has wanted to uh, help, support, get involved, um, but has struggled, I guess, with finding those avenues. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that, that are relatively easy, whether it's through donation or whether we're just trying to co uh, promote. You know through our own social media, etc. And um, I feel like with NAA gives, you know, if there was a portal, I'll say, um, you know, one that even allowed just for vendors, um, you know, to to be able to find those opportunities that that would be huge um, because we started with the, and it's not a knock on Colorado's apartment association, but when we asked some questions about how we could get involved, um, it, you know, there, there wasn't any low, low hanging fruit, I'll say, um, you know, for us to get at. And so it was frustrating and we just kind of took matters into our own hands, mm-hmm. um, which I was proud of the team and, and how we were trying to rally in some of the the monetary donations that we made and some of the volunteer work that we were doing, uh, but just playing air traffic control and sometimes it's it's connecting, especially for vendors, because we don't have that local representation, I guess, in the same vein that a property would. Right. right. So we're not, you know, housing residents, um, but we're connected with all over the country, all these different apartments. And so you know, we're very interested in helping support our own clients, um, even potentially people that are not clients, um, as they're doing some of the things that you're describing. Uh, But it's just so different than if you're a property, it's like, well, this is our backyard, we have residents here, you know, um, you know, we just have more exposure and more touch points in the community. So I think for vendors, um, and it's not just for the marketing side of it, I mean, hopefully, you know, it's already coming through for us, you know, it's it's very sincere about trying to help further the industry, help be a part of, you know, progressive change is, is how we, we couch it. Yeah. Um, but we need an easier way to connect, um, you know, kind of across the country and with the different things that are happening. So it seems like the social media is going to be, you know, certainly a, a big part of that. But taking that a step further, as you guys talk about the build out on, on the NAA site, um, so that you have almost a, a more custom Kind of track, you know, for all the different vendors, because you know there's so many suppliers in this industry. Yeah,
0: yeah, there's there's so much. Um, you know, it gets a little bit. Oftentimes, we do end up having to with these natural disasters or these these unforeseen, you know, tragedies that we're seeing. A lot of times, we we do really have to defer to either our state or even local, you know, um, city or county or you know, regional affiliates, um, because, you know, as much as NAA would love to know what to do, it's ultimately, again, those people that are really on the ground that that know what the need is is there. But I think, you know, looking forward, certainly, you know, partnering with those those local groups to, again, amplify, um, whether it's through the hashtag, whether it's through, you know, a greater online presence, um, amplify those areas where people can give, you know, where where is the need most? Um, and getting that feedback and soliciting that feedback, I think, is going to be a really important way to grow because there are so many people that want to, you know, do things. Um, we've seen it not just with tragedies at home, but tragedies abroad. Tragedy, you know, all of these these things that are happening in the world. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of different ways to channel that really good energy and just make sure that people are are connected, like you said, with with where where the good needs to be done.
1: Yeah, and two, two things I think that I that I would add there is. Um, one is, uh, I would say that, uh, we have several committee members that are, that are on the supplier side and, uh, more than several committee members actually that are on the supplier side. Um, and they're, they're very active with the National Supplier Council, uh, with the NAA as well. Um, so, uh, so working with them to kind of, to see where maybe that, maybe that gap is. Um, you know, maybe it's just communication gap, if not, if not, a, uh, if not bigger, but, um, uh, the other, um, and, and I'd say, actually, uh, I'd invite either of you to join the committee next year, uh, and, and, and be supplier, supplier representatives on the, on the committee. Yeah, just, um, one of us. Yeah, I think,
0: uh, I and, think
1: Reed
3: is qualified. He's, uh, president of his homeowners association. Oh, so
0: we'll take it back.
2: <laughs> yeah big time credentials i wisely resigned or stepped down after my term was you didn't off. tell
3: me that oh yeah. that's great Bra- breaking
2: news on digital dudes yeah. reed is no <laughs> longer a part of his hoa
1: the other the other thing that i that i would add is um is to get to where uh to where that part of the NA's website. Um, you know, could become more of that information bank or something like that is I I think we need to go through this process of building a wider, broader awareness of what the committee is and what we do as well. Um, Because if we're, if our reach is is narrow, I think it's, it's too tough for something like that to, to to Nicole's point, um, or maybe kind of the the point behind the point is, um, is to, to feel like that's a database that's, uh, that's playing favorites um and uh and and you know the na would never want to be or i'm speaking on behalf of the na
0: you're allowed to i
1: would think that the naas would uh would never want to be feel like they're in that position or or be or be perceived like they would be in that position so um so when the when as a committee and as an organization we're at we're at that point where we have a really broad reach and broad awareness so that we knew that if we were to build something like that it would have the broad number of charitable organizations because I mean, there's tens of thousands of charitable organizations that i think our industry uh, our industry members and naa's members uh, partner with on a, on a day in day out basis um, we would want to give every single one of them a fair shot at, at having some exposure and something like that if, if it were to become a resource uh, for either suppliers or um, small local landlords that, that want to figure out how to get involved or um you know or or mass- companies that usually have national partners, but want to want to start doing more charitable with a local charity, with a a local reach or, uh, or something like that, that we would want to, would want to make sure that, um, that everybody has equal access to, to that membership group.
2: Yeah, totally makes sense. One other question on how to participate, um, something we've kicked around a few times, um, is some sort of employee like deduction, um, you know, and, uh, we want to be able to, to scale it, but also give the freedom, you know, the flexibility that our employees would want, you know, because not everybody is, you know, is passionate about uh, one initiative to the next. Right. Um, so that's something we're, we're still grappling with. But um, is there a path there within a gives um, where that's something that um, potentially suppliers or even, you know, the uh, the multifamily housing industry um, can uh, can participate um, With a gives. So, and sorry if all this, I, I didn't do my homework and you guys are like that, you could you could have been doing that a few months ago. But No,
0: no, yeah, no there... question's a bad question, especially when it comes to, you know, philanthropy and whatnot. So I don't know that, again, going back to kind of the broader, like Brandon just said, trying to avoid the illusion of favoritism or, or not having a fair shot at, you know, all, all of the great charities that are out there. Um you know, NAA doesn't currently have any, you know, programs quite like that, um, employee deduction programs or anything, but um, in the, the survey, the biannual survey um, that we put out there, you know, every two years, that is one of the questions and that is a popular response is, you know, how how do you give back? Is it through, a, you know, a physical event? Is it through employee deductions? And that's actually one of the top ways that we've seen, mm-hmm. um, you know, folks giving back is through an employee deduction program. So, you know, you take X amount out of your check and it's donated to whatever the cause might be. Um, so, uh, long answer is or short answer, I guess, um, we don't, you know, currently have anything like that. I'm not sure logistically and legally, you know, the hurdles there would be to NAA kind of acting in that role, but it certainly, you know, is an option um, for folks that are interested in pursuing, you, you know, that kind of, that kind of giving.
2: Well, you guys have the authority and, if you know, for the good and the bad, I guess, meaning you don't want to show the favoritism. But at the same time, if we were to engage our employees, you know, they probably put a lot of trust in, you know, oh, you know, a few bucks is coming out of my check each month and it goes to NAA Gives versus, you know, local regional charities that they – you know may or may not be as familiar with or have as much credibility so i i get it i just yeah as as i know you guys appreciate the simpler you can make it the better yeah, yeah um,
0: definitely
2: as far as ways to get involved yeah, yeah.
0: definitely and i think um Again, just looking, you know, aside from NAA, there are so many folks out there that are doing good. The Red Cross, of course, comes to mind, um, helping with those tragedy areas. So I think it's definitely an interesting, you know, area that we could, as Brandon said, kind of build the credibility of NAA Gives and, you know, of the committee. I think it's it's certainly an awesome idea. Um, And again, it is a a pretty popular option based on the feedback that we've received um, for employers, like you said, to really passively without even any real thought, you know, just, just do some good out there
1: as a follow-up i'll say I mean, one of the beauties of being a part of one of these a committee like this too is networking and uh and so um knowing a couple of companies that do that if uh if you all want to reach out to me um following up on this i'll connect you with some people with those companies that do that for their employees well uh, and kind of what their approach is and um and that's that's something that uh you know that again being part of the committee and knowing companies on the committee that do that and and having worked for a couple also in in my path um you know i i think short term we can bridge that gap and and you know and really anybody that kind of approaches we can have that conversation and uh and point them in the right direction to, to help and then as nicole said uh long term let's uh let's build a little bit broader base and um and really i mean i i think build even more credibility i think we we're we have some credibility because we're a part of naa uh right now but Um, but we should, we should build credibility because of what we've done and what we've shown, uh, at a future date before we were to to take on an endeavor like that.
3: Yeah, I see. Um, it definitely is clear to me that awareness is one of the, one of the key things. So that's what you guys are talking about. How do you collect this? Mm -hmm. And obviously the data on how you measure it. And I say awareness, because as Reed's pointing out, we were like six people the first time we reached out, uh, to our local uh, organization and said, Hey, how can we get involved? And, um, because we didn't have the staff for someone to really take it on when we're just trying to survive, but we want to give back. And it was, a sometime last year we had, um, move for hunger on, Mm -hmm. and I loved like what they were doing because they just make it really simple for it's like turnkey. Here's how you go ahead and get rid of that food when you're moving. But as Reed's pointing out, uh, there's not that on the vendor side, when you're a vendor that's not on site and you're digital, it's like, okay, what do you want to come and get? Now, right. there are things, though, that, like Nicole mentioned, like content creation, data gathering. That's all stuff that we, in particular, are could um, could provide value because that's kind of the stuff we do. Um, it's a little different for other digital vendors. So, it, you, know, you know, I think about, like, the smart lock companies or the right. whatever, you know, that would be great if you guys um, could brainstorm. Maybe it's with the survey or whatever. It's just how could these vendors that are not on site get involved and have something as simple as, you know, the Move for Hunger organization.
0: Yeah, I think that's, I think that's definitely right. Um, And I think that's a really, a really interesting, you know, we're, we're very open to, to feedback, to, to ideas, to thoughts. We, Brandon, myself, you know, the entire committee, we recognize the importance of all of this. And um, of course, the the need for ease of participation. So that's a great idea, you know, to to incorporate some of those questions, you know, into the the survey. Um, you know, we want to make sure that we're making you know things as easy as possible to not only gather the stories, but for people to to engage in charitable endeavors. So think you know looping that in again just across all of our all of our various efforts i think that's going to be a really important part of growing and expanding and you know working with you guys and other other folks that are interested in in pairing up and you know really making a difference
3: yeah well i love i love how um apt you guys are to say like hey we need help you know whoever raise their hand come help and we're open to suggestions so it's really encouraging um and exciting uh, about because uh, like you said with with the brand that na has it it's easier to gain momentum you know when, once you know like what direction right. you're going but well, uh, i'm
2: going to put you guys on the spot maybe this is more for you nicole um but is has there been a story um recently maybe uh that has hit the hashtag that you can share with us that is just really heartwarming or, or something that inspired you guys i'm sure this is a big part of what what drives you gets you out of bed is just you know hearing and learning about all the great things that are happening in the industry so i think it'd be nice uh if there's one that you guys could share with us
0: yeah so mine actually um it's interesting it's where all of my worlds kind of combine it came out of um louisiana new orleans um last year um it's, you know, all of the, the hurricanes and the flooding and the catastrophe that was down there, um, you know, it's kind of the intersection of, of philanthropy and advocacy. A lot of people don't necessarily think of those two going in hand in hand, but. Um, you know, having this data is an important part of advocacy and and beating back against, you know, some of the misconceptions and bad narratives that not only the public has, but lawmakers have, you know, about the industry. Um, The fact of the matter is, is, you know, a lot of our folks are on the ground helping after these natural disasters occur. Um, But there's a lot of operational nuances that laws and honestly, policymakers don't understand. Um, And that includes, you know, when a natural disaster occurs and, you know, folks, Leave the area and choose to either, you know, relocate and live elsewhere, or, or vacate, you know, their their rental home. Um, what then happens to it when it needs to be, you know, um, condemned or or repaired? What happens to the property within it? You don't want to pursue an eviction, but the law says you have to pursue an eviction. Um, you know, so we've seen some really beautiful moments of, of philanthropy pairing with advocacy, where we have our folks go into state houses, go into the local, you know, town halls, and say, "This is the operational reality, and I don't want to evict my residents. I don't want them to have that on their record. I don't want to, you know, have this debt accrue. But I need to be able to remove their their property. I need to be able to get in here. I can't get in contact with them." Um, and ultimately, you know, I'm trying to preserve my my product, my community, so it can, you know, be available for family and future. Um, and we've seen some really, you know, great results come out of that kind of pairing of, of advocacy and, and philanthropy. Again, not necessarily a traditional um, story. There's, you know, of course, great. Um, our Atlanta affiliate has a has a wonderful um, coat drive that they do every single year. Um, there's various food drives, so not necessarily heartwarming in that that traditional. Um, sense but just it's it's a really cool it was a really cool opportunity for me to kind of see all of my various worlds merging together and see you know this philanthropy um and this community mindedness really come to fruition in a different way um brandon i'm sure has a much more traditional fuzzy um warm feeling story so brandon what's your what's your favorite one recently that you've heard of
1: um I mean, mine are, I don't, I don't know that I actually have a reasoning example, but, but, uh, I've been in, I've been in the industry for a little over 20 years now. Um, that's tough to say, but, uh, in in some, in some facet or another. Um, and, and I've built up a, a lot of examples of, uh, in, in the memory bank of, um, of the on-site activities, especially, and I mean, you mentioned move for hunger. That is absolutely one that's you know that's turnkey. Like they they will come and they will bring a truck, and uh, and folks that are moving out can just can just give them food that's going to go uh, and non-perishable food that can can go and and be uh, and be put to uh, you know a, a good use instead of just being tossed at a dumpster as somebody moves out of their house because they don't want to have a few extra bags of cans or or something like that. Yeah. I've probably seen um several hundred if not you know nearly a ton worth of worth of food get donated uh with two move for hunger in the past um i i would say that uh that over the years i mean i've probably seen this isn't just like dollar fundraisers this is something like a toys for tots or uh things like that i've probably seen you know fifty thousand plus worth of you know worth of toys be donated to uh to local organizations or national organizations that that have uh that reach um I've, uh, you know, and then uh, and then going back to I, I started my my career in uh, in off campus student housing and student apartments. Um, and, you know, even going back to uh, to times like that um, where you do, you know, college students. We would organize events to do, you know, date auctions for Hurricane Katrina relief or um, you know things like that. Back back, oh gosh, uh, was that eighteen years ago now? Um, and, uh, so I mean, see, seeing that stuff happen, happen over the years, that, uh, that depth of, um, of kind of episode by episode experience, I guess it could probably kind of all goes into, into why, um, I have a passion for this committee and, and the work that it does and, and broadening that message and broadening that awareness because, you know, I, I've gotten to see hundreds of those, uh, over the years, um, in, in my time, uh, in my time through the industry
2: yeah that's great. appreciate you sharing that with us and we'll try to supply a few stories ourselves. We've had some great experiences over the last uh, few years with our fiona ford um that our i know our employees talk about quite a bit um so yeah it's just uh like david said exciting to see you guys um you know getting getting uh i don't wanna say momentum but kind of restarting yeah. that momentum on on the heels of the pandemic so um should be fun and we'll be checking back in uh I don't know that we'll wait three years but to see <laughs> uh, just how far you guys have taken it. Did you want to try and squeeze in your hot takes or?
3: Well, I was going to skip it, but now that you <laughs> have, have to do it.
0: so All
2: right. We're putting you on the spot yet again. Um, but yeah, hot takes, contrarian kind of ideas. Uh, you, know, you guys got any for us?
0: Um, yeah, I guess. Do you want to go first, Brandon, or do you want me to go?
1: No, no, you can't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I set myself up for that one. Okay. Um, since we've talked about it, you know, I think the misconceptions about the industry are flat out wrong. Um, I think a lot of times the public and the media have the wrong idea about the industry and philanthropy has a home. Um, we are community builders and I think giving back and helping others is central to that. So um, I guess that's my, my hot take. Brandon, your turn now, your turn in the hot
1: seat mine would be the same but it's only a warm take now um but uh, i mean really i'll go back to i'll go back to something that i said earlier is that um you know to to a person the folks that i've worked with in this industry or or networked with and connected with in this industry over the over the many years that i've uh, been doing it are are truly passionate about um about providing amazing homes and about being a positive impact on the community around them and, um, and so you know, that's where I think Nicole's, Nicole's take is spot on, at, at no matter what temperature it actually is, is, um, that, uh, that there is a misconception about, uh, about the industry and there's a misconception about the people that work in the industry. And, um, and that's what we want to, that's what we want to combat. And, and, uh, and we want to highlight, uh, we want to highlight the, the great stuff that they're, that they're doing out there.
2: Yeah, I'll just end by saying that the hard part of that for you guys and I'll but really any industry is it's it's relative and that's what's hard to I guess capture yeah. without the yeah. data which is to say this industry is this big and there's this it's many, you mentioned thousands of different charitable organizations that live within it. Um, and here's how much volunteer work. Here's how many donations. And just trying to put that in perspective. Right. Otherwise, it is difficult to really, uh, I think, fairly dispel that that conception um, that the community, you know, doesn't care as much as it yeah. should. So I'll just say good luck with that.
0: I'll take all the luck I can get. <laughs> been a four-year battle and I have a feeling it's going to be it's going to be the issue of my career so excited to take yeah. it on. Yeah. And I think these these stories are, you, are exactly what we exactly what we need to to help me forward.
1: Are you guys going to be uh be at apartmentalize uh this year again? 100%. So we'll have to go we'll go meet by the by the gift display and uh, and I'll bring my rabbit feet for the luck that we will need. Um <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get a chance to connect and and talk about uh, about the stuff that you all are going to, um, so we can yeah. we can continue the story gathering right there. Yeah. Look oh, forward to great. it. Cool. Well, if uh,
3: folks want to get in touch with either of you, I guess um, is uh, through the website. There's a form, uh, or do you guys want to give out some other way? Um,
0: yeah. So actually, on the NAA website. Um, I am actually the honorary staff member that has the only person with the email address listed. So I'm pretty easy to track down, <laughs> but it is uh, www.naahq.org. Uh, under the contact section, my name and my email are right there. Um, it says for media inquiries, but if you ever have any sort of charitable giving stories or philanthropic you know, endeavors you want to shine a light on, please, please send me an email. Um, as we mentioned, we'll be you know, building out that NEA Gives portion of the website. Um, It's a little bit anemic at the moment, um, but we'll be, you know, putting a contact form as well as a um, survey for folks to to go ahead and submit their stories there. There will be an anonymous option, um, you know, recognizing that not everyone wants their name out there. Not everyone wants to, might want to shine a light on what they do, but don't want their name attached to it. So, um we'll hopefully have that up and running by apartmentalize and be promoting it, you know, right there on the show floor. So
3: Perfect. Well, thank you too. We really appreciate it. And uh, we, you know, are excited to to learn more about NA Gibbs and I know we'll be we'll be more involved now that we've gotten to know you two and understand a bit more yeah, about definitely. it.
0: Definitely we're excited and join the community next year, please. We could use some HOA experience. I don't know if anybody <laughs> I don't know if any of our members have those credentials, Brandon. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna try and get my kids into college first, and I'll uh, <laughs> worry about joining other committees.
0: Yeah, full time.
1: Yeah, thank, thank you both for having us on. It was great.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. So-